Hello and welcome to my podcast. Sit back and relax while you listen to me, Ryan French, talk with experts in business as we explore the inner crevices of our minds and how this relates to peak performance. Now during my adolescence I was engaged in damaging and destructive behaviours that saw me get arrested several times and eventually a dishonourable discharge from the military. At that point in my life I had two options. One was to continue along this damaging and destructive path and the other was to accept that I needed help and seek recovery. Fortunately, I took the second option. Now throughout this time, boxing was my passion and I received my professional boxer's licence in 2016 but I got injured in my third fight and was strongly advised not to box again. Now whilst this experience presented challenges and difficulties, it was also the catalyst for something better. I now work with business owners and senior team members, helping them to be more resilient, optimistic and high performing in the workplace, whilst creating a life that generates more fulfilment. The purpose of this podcast is to help people who might be going through similar challenges to help you find solutions to your problems whilst creating a life that generates much more happiness. For more information on my one-to-one or team coaching programmes or workplace seminars, head over to my website, hittingtargetslimited.com. That's hittingtargetsltd.com. Please like, subscribe and share. Hello and welcome back. It's me, Ryan French. And today we've got a very, very special guest. It's a guy who I've known for over 12 years. We both served in the 2nd Battalion Royal Green Jackets, which later became um, four rifles. And we're going to be talking about pressure today. So the pressure in the military, but also... Um, drawing a comparison to the pressure in the workplace so in the office and we also talk about some uh, some funny um, episodes that we got up to when um, when we was together um, in Canada and some other um, some other some other episodes so it's a really great episode today where uh, Thibaut talks about his experiences in Iraq and, and Afghanistan and and once again draws the comparison between pressure in those environments and the pressure in the workplace and he also reveals some surprising um some surprising experiences but also his his interpretation of those experiences and uh, yeah i'm sure you're gonna love it and don't forget to like subscribe and share and enjoy so today the interest and the topic that we're going to be discussing today which is incredibly relevant in the career that you've had since you've got out of the army and also what you went uh, through while she was still serving as well was this, yeah. this pressure so operating in high pressure environments because I always remember thinking um, when we were on exercise um, and just in <laughs> out on the lash uh, you used to cope with being in high pressure situations and you was always one of those guys who just always managed to maintain a high level of just it seemed like it anyway I don't know this is what we're going to explore today just like this internal like 
stability, even though on the outside things could just be going absolutely yeah. mental on the outside. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I wanted to get you in today, just to talk about pressure. So, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, so from, from your own perspective and from your own, in your own description, how would you describe pressure? I mean, how does it feel? For you, when you're going through a pressure situation, I think I think like I think it depends on the situation. Clearly, uh, I think you know I, I've had situ- you know I've had, you know one one good one that I think is very relevant to you, Ryan, is when we did that, the charity boxing. Was mm-hmm. you know I, I've you know that one you know it was a charity boxing fight. It wasn't like I was fighting Anthony Joshua, or anything, but it was like you know it was you know it was relevant to the army. I was fighting a guy from the army. It was like. It becomes all encompassing. All encompassing. That's certainly the same in recruitment. I found mm. you. You know, it goes home with you. You know, you finish. You finish at five, but it doesn't necessarily. Do you know what I mean? So, like, my girlfriend would be like, and you, and you, and it's it, it's subconscious, isn't it? Basically, I'd I'd see it where. Uh, you know, you you think about it, and that's fine. You think about whatever's worrying you, whether it be oh, I'm not building anything at work. Oh, I've got this this charity boxing fight. Well, my family's going to come to, or you know, oh, we're going on patrol in Afghan. But but the, and then but, but when you stop at physically thinking about it, the pressure's still there, and it's subconscious. It goes on in the back of your mind. You know, you'll react certainly for myself. You know, start definitely temper and anger stuff. You know, and it, it, it acts as like uh, you know pouring petrol on a bonfire with that stuff because when you're under the pump, you know when you're when you know certainly in recruitment, it's you know you go home and the most basic, you know the the most basic of you know I, so things for me was like which links to the army coming home and something that isn't in the place where it should be, you know you, you, then you just go off on one. Do you know what I mean? And it's, so you mean so you mean if you've so I'm just checking so, my you know, so, so like well, I'll go home and like we'll have you know certain places for your stuff in your house you know right. like, this is menial snuff yeah. but because of the pressure you go like, like that's you go mental do you know what I mean mm-hmm. and, it, and it's um, that's because you're that, and that is because you're you know you're worried about something else there's something else that's, that's eating away you know my girlfriend when we were doing that charity fight she'd say I can't wait for it to be over because you're so because it becomes all encompassing, mm-hmm. and it's the same when you go in, you know when you're having a bad month in recruitment or you know what one I've had recently has been on, on my probation period, you know and I'm worried yeah. about you know yeah. worried about it you know and it's again it's I think pressure is very situational it's very um, yeah having a baby on the way and being on a probation period you're like and then your your mind just goes yeah. goes off mm. I'm on a probation period if I don't you know and you just start completely unrealistic situations yeah. <laughs> mean, oh, I'm going to lose and at the end you know you, you go down these rabbit holes which elevates the pressure and then you start you know and it's a set, it's a self-deprecating circle because so I'm just I'm, I'm not sitting here listening to you and you're um, so do you when you're going through a, a pressure situation so for instance when you was training for the fight yeah so yeah. Yeah. you was boxing a guy who was from the same regiment yeah all of the people that you yeah. served with, some of the people that I served with yeah. were coming along. Yeah. It was yeah. a lot of pride was on the line. Yeah, that's it. So how, how did, are you saying that you, you would offload some of that pressure whilst in a training session, for instance, you might, so hit a bag and all that, and then some of the pressure would temporarily go, but then that pressure would stay with you. Well, no, I, what, I, what I mean is I think it's always with you. So when, so when right, you're, okay. 
you know, so, so you know, I, I remember getting on the train, leaving the training sessions, or leaving training sessions with you, and you'd be like, you know, and you and you'd sit down and, you know, you'd have a quiet moment, so you'd be on the train, and you go, oh, you know, it's going to be, you know, all my dad's got, all my family's coming, you know, all my sisters, all of my family going to be watching. Well, you know, because of the nature of that fight, mm. loads of blokes came up from camp. <laughs> yeah. So, it's, you know, everyone's, and it kind of, it got, you know, I mean, it wasn't a big, you know, let's not, let's not get ahead of ourselves, but, you know, it, there was a little bit, you know, in your, in your little circle, people are talking about it, and, mm. You know, your your mind runs away with it, and it's the same in recruitment. You know, if someone someone puts a, you know, you get a little talking to and say you need to you need to up your game. Mm. That spirals. You know, you go, yeah. oh, or you know, they, you know, you know, yes, okay, you, you know, you can lose your job, but you know, it's not it's not that quick. It's not that, you know, it's your mind runs away with things. Yeah. Which so. which which and that adds to the prep. That's certainly in my experience anyway. Is that my my imagination runs away with me. Mm. And it increases the pressure to levels so that it's it's never at. Mm. But but because your mind does it, it's then at for you. So it's unrealistic. But it is because it's in your mind. You know, I, no, I know exactly what you mean. No one's ever going to sack me for, yeah. for the things I've done. I was never. I was, you know, I, even the things, some of the things me and you did back in the day. You know, my mum used to say to me, "You're going to end up in prison." Never. We, you know, we were never that. You know, we 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 got in trouble, but you know, we were never that close. We were never, you know, realistically. But that's that's her imagination running away and adding pressure to a situation. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, to her, reality of the situation, you know, you know, I was never going to get sacked, but in my mind, I was. So it's it doesn't matter if it's not real because in my mind it is. And then, then that's and that's when the pressure builds and you start. So what do you do then? Because I'm interested, like, I'm fascinated by that because that, this is not something that I'm really interested in. in is this idea of so this self-sabotaging fear almost because it's like the the self-preservation part of our brain kicks in because like we've got a thousand year old brain that still believes that we're hunting lions and well not lions in the UK but you know what I mean but so you're hunting livestock and you're going out trying to hunt and gather or you're you've got this self-preservation thing in mind where your your mind tells you not to do something because you might die but now because our brain still has that in us Now it's transferred to more embarrassing situations. We well, better not go to that because you might say something wrong. If you say something wrong, people are going to think you're stupid. Yeah, so true. Or getting into a fight. Yeah, so, yeah. oh, if I go along to this fight, this yeah. geezer might beat me in front of everyone and yeah, they look like yeah, a white yeah, mug yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, so, so it's this like self-preservation yeah, nature. So yeah. what, what do you do then? What do you specifically do to get over that? I mean, do you just cope with it or do you... What do I, you think, do? I, think there, I think there's some... We've had a bit of training on it here, actually, on the oh, place right. right now, which is bit, which was quite useful. But there, I think there's a part of it. You know, some some of the pressure is necessary. You know, that certainly some in some of the you know a lots are in the army. You know, the, all you know people every you don't have to be in the army to understand that military training is high pressure. It has to be because of you know the the situations will will you know you you you're you're going to get in some pre, you know some some people need that pressure to perform. You know, it, it, it's in some cases it's it's required. Actually, you need to have that rocket behind you to to to, to get yourself motivated. I think you know you hear about, for example, you know we're both boxing fans. You hear about you know boxers not getting up for a fight because it's not mm. you know because there's no you know you didn't feel threatened, so there's no pressure. So they did you you did perform, and then you you know. So I think it's, and certainly you're talking about recruitment. It's you know the reason it's it's not it's an industry that has that is because there is an element of. To be successful, and you know, it's you have to keep the the pressure on to keep people going. There's the other side of it. There's like a pressure peak. There's some diagram you have it where it you get to too little and nothing happens just right, and, and you kind of 
you can keto too much and you people start burning out, people start mm. dropping off. Yeah. You know, and that's where that self-deprecating circle comes around because when, when you start, when there's too much pressure is put on people and you start crumbling under it, I've seen it in the military, you could sit, people will see it in recruitment, you'll see it in sports. Mm. Some people just crumble and, and they can't, or they'll perform at a certain level only for so long. You know, you hear, I've heard stories about professional footballers, about guys who are incredible on the training pitch. You put them on a pitch in front of however many thousands of people. Yeah. You just can't do it. Mm. And that's, and there's nothing, you know, there's nothing wrong with that, but it's, uh, it, it has, it does have a big effect on performance. You see it in young guys in the military, you see it in, you know, you hear stories about, you know, I, I, I've started at recruitment companies with four people on one day and by the end of the week there was only th- I was the only one left mm. you know because it's, it's, and it's not for everyone but that's the same as every job you know it's the same as putting a successful recruitment consultant you know in, in, in a job that you know he doesn't just not cut out for do you know what I mean yeah I do and that's exactly what you mean and so are you saying that you the way that you view pressure is more of a motivational tool for you yeah and, and, you, I think, and I, you think you maybe perform better yeah, when I, you're under pressure I think you need it like I worked in places where the pressure dipped off and clip and, and my performance clearly did There's, it makes no right. bones about that because yeah. you know you're, you'll see it, you know I, I've heard stories about it with in, in other recruitment companies where you know you get your big billers you know or you start billing big money mm. and everything's kind of happy days and people are pleased with you and you're pleased with yourself and mm. Motivation will dip off a bit. The pressure dips off because you're building well, and then, and then so so yeah. I think personally, it's always nice to that you know to have that. I think certainly, you know, I got talking to recently, and it helped. I think that you know to answer your question, the coping. You know, there are times where you just have to stop and realise. Oh, you know, di- s- simplify it, and it's certainly. Mm. Sure, we'll come on to it later. The difference between. The military pressures in the military and pressures in recruitment, but certainly in recruitment, when it's when it's all been a bit like that, kind of, and some people would disagree with this, but my brutal in honesty mm. will just go, oh well, if I lose my job, I get another one. Yeah, and I think we, I think we've had a conversation about that in the past in the yeah. gym, but kind of which which is some people will say is not the right attitude, and I and I see that point of view, but that was just the coping mechanism. Then you know the pressure got the people were piling on, piling on, piling on. And they were right to, because nothing was, you know, what my performance wasn't up there, so, yeah. so I'm not criticising them. Yeah. And then, but, you know, and it's, it's possibly quite a negative coping mechanism because you just go, oh, it doesn't matter. You know, and there, there's certainly other ways to deal with it, aren't there? There's conversations to be had, there's talk, you know, to have, you know, dealing with it front on and talking to people about it. But I think certainly at the time that I'm referencing in my mind, that was the kind of, oh, well, if they do fire me, I'll get another job. That did happen, <laughs> and I did get another job. So I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm, I'm not saying that I'm wrong, but you know, I'm, I'm sure there are, you know, there are ways of, of, of you know, and I think it also fight or flight comes into it. Some people react to it well. It's, nice. it's all sort of like yeah. it's all, it almost links to like managerial techniques. Some people, you know, in the army, it's you know, in the army, you don't get much praise. You know, you only get criticised. And some people that negative motivation yeah. almost. And some, yeah. but, so, but that some people respond to that better Absolutely. than positive, positive yeah. reinforcement. You know, some people yeah. lap that stuff yeah. up. Um, so you mentioned earlier. I'm, I'm interested in exploring this just a little bit deeper. Is like you said, which I think is very powerful. It's actually what I um, what I work on with a few people that we're working with. We're just trying to maintain this like stability. Yeah. when you're operating in high pressure situations yeah. or um, yeah, yeah. high 
adversity, I suppose, when yeah. you're in adverse times, yeah? yeah. So you said you just take a step back and you have a breather, and I think that's really important, yeah, that's yeah. a really powerful tool. Like, how yeah. often do you do that? Yeah, regularly. So that's, that's, uh, I got taught that in the army, and I remember, I remember, um, I got yeah I got so I got taught it on uh, on a on a course in the army where you know we were learning about how to clear bunkers and stuff like this all stuff that you've done before and it was like you know the most you know the final the final bound before you you know throw your grenade you put your you put your bayonet on you change your magazine you know you know that final bound you know you're you're going you know in, in essence over the top and you put your your, your you know your sword your bayonet on your rifle you throw your grenade your fresh magazine over the top. And it was literally uh, uh, on that course. They said, "So you know, stop and just have a one breath. Just go, mm. you know, one in through the nose, out through the mouth, and then go." And it was kind of, and it was, and it's such a powerful tool because I, when I went back to our unit and we were doing live firing mm. with young riflemen mm. doing it then in Afghanistan with young riflemen who who had no experience doing it then, just go stop, like stop, take a breath. And continue, nice. and it just and all it, it just slows everything down. Does. You know, I remember some, you know, so it, it just some of those high pressure suit. You know, talking about the army ones, you know, super high pressure. You know, in Afghanistan, is is having the, the the peace of mind to literally just say, like, stop what you're doing and just take a breath in through the nose, out through the mouth, just nice. one, nice, and go again, nice. And it just it just it's you, the tempo of everything mm. around you kind of just comes back to yeah do you know what I mean and, I really know, do yeah obviously I've not got experience of being um, on tour no 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 um, like in it, and, it, and, it, and so. it's like such a you know because you you've been there you know you're crawling up that ditch and you're blowing through every office in your body and you're, you're you know everything on your body is wet you're cold you haven't slept for days you get to that thing the adrenaline is coursing through your veins You've got some guy in your face going, change your magazine, put the sword on, get your grenade out, knowing what you're about to do. Mm. And then he just goes, looks you in the eyes and just goes, stop, take a breath. And it just, woof, everything just goes. It feels like, and it's such a powerful thing. It's such a That's powerful really, thing. Really? Can you remember the instructor? Yeah, yeah it, was a, it was my, it was a colour sergeant, I can't remember his name, on juniors. And it oh. was, and he was just like, he, and, and he explained it exactly that. So way. that's to get your corporal, just for people who don't maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. haven't got any military. And, it, and it, the, the power of it was incredible. And I remember going, you know, people come back off that course. I actually didn't finish that course, but people go back off that course. You go back to battalion after that course, like Johnny, because it's such a, because it is such. You learn. It takes your soldiering ability to the next level, wow. completely. And you go back and you just start doing stuff like that. And it and it and it, you see, you know, just at the time it was telling someone to have a breath. You know, you see the rifleman's face, like the whole demeanour. You yeah. see the tension just fall out. Really good. And the confidence. And obviously, you know, when you're doing it in training in Wales or wherever, it's um, you know, it's a target. But you know, and you know, when you have to, you know, and, and we, when you get to Afghanistan and do stuff like that, it's you see guys. You know, that's when you know those pressure just bringing the speed of everything down. That's in my mind when I think of those situations. I always think of these very kind of. Like it's not physical image, but it's just when you're when I think remember them, everything's like just quick and 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 scary and like uh, erratic. You know, all these things are happening. Yeah. Are you so you now describing events that you experience in your yeah, life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Right. In yeah. Afghanistan, yeah. So, yeah. And and obviously, and the the difference with those is, you know, you, that kind of so so the power of taking that breath and stopping it feels like it almost brings you back into. Um, like the present moment, you know, like you see in films where they go and everything goes like 
slow-mo or a little bit like you know blurry on the outside it's a little bit like that and the, the stopping and having a breath just kind of you kind of bring everything back into focus and you go okay I've got this is my next task do you know what that is do you know that's probably a I'm going to say up and that's probably one of the most powerful things that we've had so far in a podcast in terms of like being able to steal this and implement it straight away yeah. because what you're describing is getting into a flow state yeah, and yeah, obviously yeah, everyone's yeah. different so this might not work for everyone but exactly, yeah. sports psychologist I can't remember his name so I'm not going to try but there's a sports psychologist that describes this phenomenon called flow yeah so getting into a flow state yeah, where yeah. everything slows down and even when you're in that state, like the colours seem more, yeah, yeah, jump, yeah, yeah, they yeah, jump yeah, out more, they yeah, seem yeah, more yeah, pronounced, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, pictures. And so what you're describing is you're able to manufacture a, a situation and get yourself into the state where your body will perform optimally. That is powerful well, it's stuff. Just, right? I, like, and, and I've got mates who take, they, they wind me up for simplifying everything too much, but it's just like, you know, you, when you're in... You know, we, you know, you've got, so you'll be in these situations where people have been hurt or, you know, you've got to administer first aid to people and stuff like that, right? And, um, you know, it's, you, you know, it's graphic and it's gory and in some cases, the first time you've seen it and, the, you know, there might be rounds being fired, there's lots of loud noises and the adrenaline, you know, your you know, it's, your blood is up is, is the same we were using, it's like your million miles, right? Yeah. So just having the, the you know, and it's literally, you just go... Breath in through the nose, out through the mouth. What's the next thing I've got to do? Whether it's alright, yeah. I've got to put a tourniquet, tourniquet on that guy's leg, or I've got to go over and make sure the guys are all observing now. I've got to make sure that you know that that you know we need to go and kick that door in. And you just and it just simplifies it. Yeah. And it, you just go, what's my next task? You know, don't think about you know the the the, the big thing. What is the next thing I have to do? You just go, oh, it's that little thing. Yeah. And when you're in, when and the thing is, is. It's, and it's probably not that great. It, it, you probably could, you could probably bastardize it into recruitment. But when it's in those situations where people are hurt, and, and you know, it's like <laughs> in some cases that being dramatic, you know, people are hurt or dead or dying, and you have to save their life. The ability to just simplify and go, what's next? You know, it's why you have things like triage at a hospital. Yeah. If you go stop. Yeah. You, know, you just no, explain what triage is, just in case. Yeah. So triage, you know, you'll have triage when you go into a hospital and they assess what your injuries are, which are the worst ones, who's hurt the most, who needs... And it's simplifying, you know, he's got a broken toe, he's got a bullet in the chest. He needs... Forget the guy with a broken toe, he will live. The guy with a bullet in the chest, he ne- he will die within an hour. He needs immediate attention. Yeah. Simple. Because obviously there are some clear differences between the pressure yeah, you experience when yeah, you're in the military yeah, and then when you're just yeah, yeah. in an office. But... Yeah. What what are the more subtle differences in terms of the pressure? Well, I, I, I think about when you ask me to do this. I've been thinking about. I I would say easily, easily without a shadow of doubt, pressure in offices is worse. Easily, and but people interesting. Yeah, and I don't think that's how people think. Oh, it's been, it's been a dick. But easily yeah. because in the army, in let's okay, not in the army, but in Afghan. Yeah. And it's you. If you read Sebastian Junger's book War, he explores why soldiers. Uh, miss it and love it yeah. and the simple you know he was this is a journalist who was embedded with a platoons for years in Afghan American and British and um, it's it just because it's so simple there's no phone there's no bank account no. there's no uh, you know there's no electricity <laughs> so you know there's no social media mm. you, you're with a load of blokes you go on patrol every day you've got to feed yourself water yourself make sure you've got everything yes obviously the risk is you die but if you die, you're dead. 
And that, 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 that sounds dramatic, but it's, it's true. No one can tell a lie. Yeah. And it's so simple. And that's why everyone misses it. You've got your Bergen, your, you know, your four pairs of combats, and that's it for six months. Mm. Whereas, you know, to, in, in, you know, in, you just described like my usual everyday attire there. <laughs> that's what I walk around with, my Bergen. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, and then when you come into, in, and, 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 you know, whether or not it's a military transition thing, but, you know, there's, you know, going home, you know, you come home after, you know, being on the phones all day and there's a bill and, you know, your girlfriend, you know, and all this stuff. And, and, and you're right, you know, when you're, when you're in Africa, certainly when you're in Africa, no one puts any pressure on you because there's geezers 200 metres away with AKs who are putting the pressure on you every day. Yeah. So there's no one every day screaming down your neck, do you know what I mean? So, whereas here, you know, in, 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 in Civvy Street or in, in your job, you know, people will put pressure on you and you're, you know, people, you can simulate that it will be the end of the world. It obviously won't, you know, do you know what I mean? Um, and but does it, that... And does the experience of having been in a situation where it could be the end of the world? Lots of things. So. Well, well, no. I think I think the one thing I the people so I, like, army lads will always say, "Do you not hate working in an office?" Mm. And it's and you know it's, it at time it does get it does get a bit dull. Yeah. But the the way I always like, the way I always say is, "Well, I'm not in a I'm not in an irrigation ditch yeah. <laughs> carrying forty kilos in forty yeah. degree heat." Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's not hard, is it? Like so, recruitment. And again, this is simplifying it. Mm. So, recruitment. My job is recruitment. So, it's the practicalities of my job are emails and phone calls. Yeah. At a desk mm. in a moderate climate. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. In the centre of London. Yeah. But laughing, mate. Absolutely laughing. Yeah. I'm not. What I'm not doing is you know worried about getting blown up or eating rations or. You know, picking body parts up off the floor. So, does it, has there ever come a point for you where you're, because you're saying you find it harder now in the office, which I think is. Um, well, really I, 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 I don't not harder in the office. I find the pressure. Yeah, that's what I mean. That, that's what. Thank yeah. you for correcting me. Yeah. That's what I meant. So the difference between the pressure. Yeah, yeah. You're experiencing a higher level of pressure now than what you did. But then, I suppose. I think it comes down to confidence as well. Like in the army, I was. I. I. I I backed myself 100% as a soldier. I knew what I was doing. Yeah. I loved it. You know, sometimes in recruitment, you, you know, you don't, there's stuff that's out of your control. Do you know what I mean? And you, and you can't deal with it. And, you know, it's, you know, you'll have, you, you'll have confident dips and, and that affects your performance. And mm. I, just, I just, you know, yeah, and you know, it's a good point. People who haven't been in the army, you know, it, the thing is for me, the army is, is like a, a, an analogue to you. It's a comparison, isn't it? I can, I can compare... You know, I, I can I can leave the job in that I'm in now and go into something different, mm. and then I've got three different jobs to compare. You know, three different yeah. careers that I've had to compare. Yeah, you'll have people who who don't have that comparison. There's always someone worse. Could you do how long was you in for? Just the, just to... uh, eight years. Eight years. Yeah. So yeah, so eight eight years. Less than 2011. Um, kind of got a bit ratty. Well, I didn't pass that. I did well. I didn't finish. I jumped, came off that course. What, so that was a senior NCO card? No, the junior NCO. Junior. So, uh, uh, junior, yeah, junior corporal. Director. Yeah, not senior. Yeah. So I came off that, had a bit of a rough patch and then left and kind of got disillusioned with it all. But um, Would you, what, what happened there, if don't? No, no, it's fine. So, so, so I just kind of, uh, you, you know, just became a bit disillusioned with it all. The whole kind of thing of after Afghan, you know, Afghan is, when you're in the infantry, you know, I didn't do much in Iraq, you know, I was, I was in quite a rear restaurant role, but in Afghan, you know, it's, it's like, the, it's the bread and butter of infantry, right? You know, you're out for three days, mm. you carry what, you know, everything you need, you carry, yeah. and, and you're fine. 
and then you come back and oh, oh, oh polish your boots and you're like what like no, no like, come on come on now you know and I think and it's, I, you know I've seen that people after those kind of tours people go um, people either go this is me forever or this is not for yeah. me yeah yeah. Uh, yeah um, you covered so much ground there actually and I think um, one of the things that I was going to ask you actually was this overwhelmed whether you whether you felt overwhelmed or high pressure situation in the office and obviously we've, we've spoke about how the pressure compares and you're saying that you feel like the pressure in the office is, is sometimes worse yeah so can you think of a time where you felt completely the pressure was at boiling point and you was overwhelmed in the office and then what tools did you use at that point? Yeah, I feel, I feel like the, the, the ones that where I always feel more pressure is, you know, I, I work in a, in a quite a technical company now where I'm the only person who isn't technical. Oh, right. so, um, so, so going into technical meetings, knowing that I am not technical, Mm. Uh, so they're going to be using words that you don't necessarily yeah, understand. Yeah, and, that, and, and um, you know, but also, but their sales meetings. You know, I'm pitching to these guys who are educated at Oxford, Cambridge, Imperial, you know, oil and gas engineers. They know that I'm not. <laughs> they know that I'm the sales guy. You know, and and uh, and I have to bring something out of the meeting, and it's because that's my job. <laughs> mm. um, and and it's uh, you know, I, I was in the Middle East recently doing one of these meetings, and um, like stood in this boardroom waiting for them to come in like, overlooking Dubai just thinking I would love to not be in this room I was like I would do like I really don't want to do it. and then the door went you know as I was thinking that and you go oh hello oh, hi David nice to meet you my name's Tiba and, and the thing is you've got no choice and you know your armpits are streaming and you know you're you you know I, I look like Mr. Bean, you know, trying to trying to get comfortable. It's horrible. You do look a bit like Mr. Bean. And then no, I don't look nothing. More like Brad Pitt. And you see, you know, these three guys come in and they sit down, and you know, they're in their office and they're comfortable and they're, you know, like looking into my soul. Again, do you see what I mean? This is where the, yeah, yeah. I'm exaggerating, but because but this is what I think in my mind. Yeah. They're not doing that. They're they're very professional, very clever men. Who and in way in in your head, yeah. you're. You're yeah, imagining them perceiving you yeah. as this guy 100%. who's completely inexperienced and shouldn't be there. hundred percent. Yeah. But I'm also looking at them as the money signs that I need to get so I need to get some work out of right? mm. You know, and they and they you know, and they start their questions off and bang, bang, and it you know turns into a grilling and you know you're kind of <laughs> you know you just it's you know you're, obviously you'd rather not be, but that's your job so you've got to do it. You yeah. Know? You know you have to kind of. You know, you have to again. You know, any mistakes you make, you have to learn from it. And you, um, you know, there, there, there are always times where, you know, I'll have, you know, I, I'll have some punchy questions at the, you know, in my in my notebook in front of me. And it, you know, I always know when the conversation starts winding down, then I'm going to start banging in my punchy questions. Mm. I start looking at them and I think I really don't want to ask the punchy. Que- you know, I don't want to ask yeah. the punchy questions. You know, I don't want to ask the stuff that's. A little bit cheeky and a little bit abrupt, but you uh, do. Yeah, because you because it's your job. So, are you saying and also, that? Also, but your mind goes runs away with you because they go, I've got a job to do. They know I've got a job to do. My job is to it, it, is to try and extract information and business from it. All right, I've got to bring back project work for my team, and um, you you know <laughs> you don't do that by being friends with everyone and being you know very polite. You have to ask them punching questions and you have to you know put them on the spot a bit. And it's all part, you know, it's, it's all part of sales. And, um, 
you know, so you how, would you, how would you rate you? Sorry, uh, I just, I just this question just popped in me, uh, into my head, and I want to ask it before it goes. How would you, if you were to rate yourself one out of ten, uh, <laughs> yeah. like not from not to ten, yeah, not being, job. not being, no, no, not your job, no, 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 um, not being completely terrible or not very successful at it, and ten being completely crapped it. Yeah. How would you rate your ability to deal with pressure? Uh, well, like maybe maybe six or seven. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Because 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 like in those situations. I've like I, I I didn't really deal with the pressure, but it's like you haven't got any choice. Like you, you know, <laughs> like, but you did do it. Though. Oh yeah, because because you haven't got any choice. Yeah, you know, you're, it's that you know, and maybe that maybe that's the mechanism. But if you just tell. So slight technical error. Someone phoned me. Yeah. Didn't put my phone on airplane mode. So we're talking about um, uh, we're talking about this scale of what a one to ten and, and where Tebow. Marks himself, marks himself a six. But we was also having a chat while the phone was well, while the um, while it wasn't recording. And you mentioned about taking the other choice away. Well, yeah. So if, I if think you, that's if really you, interesting. If you just say to yourself, "You haven't got a choice," then then if and you haven't got a choice, don't you? So, so that's the only thing you can do. Do you know what yeah. I mean? If, if like in that meeting, for example, that I mentioned in Dubai, if someone is say for example, a client comes in and goes, "We don't have to do this if you don't want to." Do you know what I mean? It's like. Okay, see you later. Because <laughs> yeah. you're shitting yourself. Of course, yeah. do you know what I mean? But it's like, or, you know, you, you, know, you could, get, could give you a more serious example. But if you just say to yourself, you haven't got a choice, well, then you haven't got a choice. So just get on with it and do it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, um, you know, or, or do, doing things you do, you know, asking, the, asking those punchy questions or, um, you know, making the phone call, making the difficult phone call to a client or, or whatever. Um, you know the easy option is to not do it isn't it but yeah. that's but that's you shouldn't do that obviously yeah. so if you just if you just make yourself believe if you just say to yourself we haven't got a choice to get on and do it and then do it and the quicker it's done it's done then do you know what I mean once you do it it's over you know it's kind of like um, so you're saying don't procrastinate really you're oh, yeah, saying that's, yeah that's my bit, yeah my, that's my yeah. thing is just like just get you know if you know you know if I sit down in the morning I know I've got to make a few difficult phone calls you know, you can. I can put a million one things in front of them, or I can just do them in four and a half minutes, and then they're done. Do you know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? It's like, yeah. and it's like it's that kind of way of well, yeah. just, just fucking get it done. Yeah. You know, and, and and it's not comparable, is it? But you know, it's um, you know, it's similar. You know, there's 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 military examples of that. You know, is you know, you just got to go and do it. Just go, just go and do it. Just mm. you know, take a breath. Go, let's yeah, go, let's go. Yeah. And then it's and then it's done. And then once once it's done, it's not that scary anymore because you've yeah, done it. Do you know what I mean? It's that yeah. that phone call that you and I do it all the time. I'm like, oh, fuck, this, this guy's going to tear me a new one. Yeah. I'm like, oh, hi, how are you doing? No, no, I haven't looked at the CVs yet. I'll call you back in five days. <laughs> and you just go, oh, 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 oh. do you know yeah. what I mean? It's, it's ridiculous. But that's yeah. where again, it's your, again imag- your imagination. Yeah, goes with those you. lies that yeah. your mind will tell even, you. I've even had, I had it today where I got an email from a client who I was been chasing. And he was like, I've been chasing him and chasing him and chasing him. I saw the email pop up. I was scared to open the fucking email. I was scared to see what I opened up. He's like, yeah, I love the CV. He's all the arranged interviews. He's like, nice. what am I playing? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Even yeah. if he said no, okay, done. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You ain't got yeah. no choice. Yeah. So it's like, it's ridiculous. But it's, and, and I get sometimes quite a, a frustrated with myself for being so inside your own head. Because mm. you're just like, you kind of, I get annoyed where you go, 
what are you doing? Like, why are you, like, scared to open an email, literally. Like, I saw the email from this client, I was like, what's that going to say? What's it going to say? Yeah. I'll just make a cup of tea. Listen. Just go, click it. It's one click. Listen. What are you doing? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, no, thanks for your time, Timbo. I'll be in touch if we, you know, any live run. Oh. Like, shoulders yeah. hit the floor. You go, oh, fine. Yeah. Okay, yeah. no worries. Like, yeah. what a little, what a little, such a cretin. Do you know what I mean? Oh, horrible. Hate it. Hate it. <laughs> so, I think we've covered a lot yeah. today. Like, we've, yeah. we've got through a lot of stuff and there's some real good things that people can take away and also put help to put perspective on the situation as well because that's what I think you spoke a lot about today is yeah. having the ability to put perspective on your situation and yeah. not blow things out of proportion I know you've been describing a lot of stuff that goes on in your head which isn't abnormal that happens to all of, of us course, yeah, yeah. but you're describing tools in which you use to help alleviate some of that pressure yeah. what would be the main takeaway point that you would want someone who maybe is going through a lot of pressure right now that you think they could use? It's probably the, you know, the, the, what we touched on, with, you know, the whole breath thing. And okay. you, you can translate that into like an office environment or whatever. It's just by stopping and get, getting yourself out, you know, yeah. going to a different room or whatever. Yeah. And just look at the whole situation. You know, understand, you know, if someone's piling the pressure on, why are they doing it? You know, mm. I, 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 I try and understand the situation. You know, because you got like for me, you know, you can just go down rabbit holes and everything, and it seems like the world's going to end. Is yeah. going to end. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's not going to end. You, you, know, you're still going to go home, and you still got to go to work tomorrow. It's that simple. Mm. You'll go home to work. You know, it's, it's the, the the advice would be stopping and looking at the whole situation. Yeah, taking a breath. Yeah, calm. Understand. Understand why you're getting the pressure. How can you relieve the pressure? You know, mm. what are the? You know, is it by just doing what you're being told to do? Is it by making that phone call is it by making more placement you know yeah no and that's nice that's really good and um, I think the main takeaway point for me like always is action so implementation because it's all well and good listening to these podcasts and feeling motivated yeah. for half hour 45 minutes or whatever but if you don't actually put into play what the things that you're hearing then nothing will change yeah true no, so um, yeah, so that's it from us. So thanks a lot, Tebo, for um, sharing this time with me. And thanks a lot for you guys for listening. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe. And I'll see you in a couple of weeks. Or you'll hear me anyway. <laughs>